Welcome, welcome, you and I, to another episode, special edition episode for the holidays of the Global Land Factor podcast. Make sure you go and subscribe, subscribe to the channel right now so you can check out all the content, help the Latino community in YouTube grow today. We have a very special guest. She's been in our podcast three times already. This is my fourth time. Fourth time. Today, she has uh, it's a very special one because we're going to make and help you prepare something very easy, something delicious, because if you didn't know, she's an amazing chef. What's on the menu today, Melissa? Today we're gonna make chicken enchiladas with mozzarella cheese and pepper jack. Alrighty, so if you are curious to know, we, and the ones on audio, we're gonna paint you a picture, step-by-step, recipe-by-recipe, to let you know exactly how you can make this recipe at home, very easy, so you can surprise somebody if you're limited on your cooking skills today, this is the place you need to be. All right, so we're gonna go ahead and take it away, take it to the prep area so you can see everything that's going on. that when I was in school, I remember they would make us do like how-tos. My teacher, she straight up prepared me for how-tos. Like, you know, you to go. explain to somebody how to make something. Yeah. So yeah, so I'm trying to get the water ready. It's gonna be three cups of water. So that everybody knows the recipe. This is just gonna be for one chicken breast. And with one chicken breast, I'm gonna put the weight on there. Average, would that be okay? This one would give them how many in 12 enchiladas? So this is the water to wash the vegetables. These are the vegetables that I have left. I need to get the garlic. Now you have to put gloves on if you're gonna touch my food though. Uh yeah. Right there. Pepper jack cheese. Oh, here we are. Get the shredder for that real quick. And then I'm gonna shred the rest. Like we'll start shredding. And then we have the tortillas. What else do we need? I think that's it. Oh, a blender. It's back there. Will you get it, Crispy? Here? Yeah. Need una limpiada. And then the station for them to be sitting up here. And let me go get the tortilla container over there. I'm gonna grate a little bit of that one. Sorry, I'm all over the place, Carlos. I like to grate my cheese on parchment paper. Okay. Um, in my, to where I need it. And I need the pan for the tortillas. vegetable oil and Guerrero tortillas. And then this will be for the onion. I'm gonna cut the onion already though. Do I cut the onion? No? Yeah. Like no. in? in? No, 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 I'll do no, it on no. the day. No, no, no. Okay. Oh, I need North Suiza de Pollo. That's the only thing I need. One tablespoon of that. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, damas y caballeros, we are back. We are now in the kitchen. We are at Melissa's Cafe, by the way, Melissa's Cafe. If you ever want to, in the Eulis area, if you want some homemade food, she's the one to come see. We're going to put the address also in the description so you can come grab some food. She's going to take us through the process of making some... Chicken enchiladas with green salsa. All righty, so we're going to take a step-by-step step so you can know exactly how to make this delicious dish. Very typical Mexicano dish. All right, take us to the steps. Okay, so first we're gonna start off with a one boneless chicken breast, okay? And you wanna make sure that you um, have a nice sharp knife. This is the nerve of the chicken, which I don't really like to use that, so we just set that aside. And when you make your chicken, you don't wanna just put the full boneless breast in there. You wanna cut it into cubes so that when it actually cooks, you are able to break it down a lot easier. So I like to cut it down just like this. So that's my chicken and it is already washed. You always wanna you know, rinse your chicken and um, so it can be nice and clean. So once we do the chicken, we wanna make sure that of course we switch our gloves. Two more, we're gonna set these aside. We're gonna get two more and then we're gonna wash our vegetables. I've already pre-rinsed the tomatillos, which are green tomatoes. And we, for this recipe, we're just going to make 12 enchiladas. That's basically, um, maybe you're gonna get, maybe it's, this is like a, a little bit less than a pound of chicken breast. And then the serranos are already washed. You wanna make sure that you take off all the ends on them. So I have one left and they're real easy. And I've already rinsed those and so I make, I make sure that I rinse all of my vegetables. Same thing with the tomatillos. Always make sure that you peel them. Okay, that you rinse your tomatillos as well because sometimes, you know, these veggies can be dirty. And we also want to make sure that we put fresh onion in there. If you have powder, you can definitely use that, but I always recommend fresh vegetables. That is the only, for me, that's, I think that freshness tastes the best. And I don't really use a lot for this um, amount of chicken, so you want to use just kind of like the end of it, and you'll just cut it into fours. So for this recipe, we're using one chicken breast, we're using four green tomatillos, and we're using six serranos. I do not um, take the seeds out or anything like that, and we're using two fresh garlic cloves. And then we're going to use three cups of water that we would put in the saucepan, turn on our heat to a high heat. We're gonna actually grab our chicken. We're gonna put that in there. And then we're gonna drop our onion in there. We're gonna drop our two garlic cloves, our four tomatillos, and our six serranos. I actually cook it all together. Some people will tell you to make it separate. I don't, I like to for the chicken to get all of its flavor. I only add one teaspoon of salt to this recipe, and I add one tablespoon of chicken bouillon. Because we are using chicken breast, we wanna make sure that we get all of the flavor of that chicken. And then we'll just get a spoon, and we will mix that up, and we will let that come to a good boil. And that will all cook at the same time, and that will you're gonna let that cook for about 20 to 25 minutes on a high heat, okay? And I actually like to cover everything 
So we're gonna add a lid to that, and then we'll let that simmer for about 20 to 25 minutes, okay? So we've already used our salt, so we're gonna kinda put that away. On these enchiladas, I like to use two separate kinds of cheeses. So one thing about cheese that I, there it's definitely easier to buy it in the bag. That's, you know, a time saver. But for me, I feel like it's so much better when you actually grade your cheese. It actually melts a lot better. And I've already done that with the mozzarella. And I'm gonna um, grade a little bit more for the pepper jack. So I actually just use um, your average cheese grater. And I just use um, the, for this, for this recipe, I'm only going to use, um, you actually only need two ounces, I'm sorry, six ounces of each cheese. So you, you'll use six ounces of pepper jack and you will use six ounces of mozzarella. And um, once we get that chicken uh, done, I will show you the easiest way to be able to make sure that you get cheese in every single enchilada. And then we will start the tortillas. So for this recipe, I always use the Guerrero tortillas. I love these tortillas just simply because they are gluten-free. I like the white corn flavor. It goes really good with the chicken. And since we're using an average of, um, with this pan that we're doing, this is, you know, if you have like a, you know, just you and maybe your, your partner, your husband or something like that, you just wanna cook for three people, an average person will eat three enchiladas. Except like my husband, he will eat like maybe four or five. So if it's just gonna be you and your husband, you might wanna just make one of these. This is a quarter short pan, and you don't have to grease it or anything because we're going to um, wet our tortillas in vegetable oil. So we will lightly coat our pan, and you'll know that your pan I mean that your oil is actually ready for your tortillas when your oil starts getting shiny. You don't wanna put it to a high heat because you don't want your tortillas to fry. We're not trying to make chips. We're trying to just wet them a little bit so that we can actually um, roll them because if you actually uh, put them too long in the oil, then they get too toasty and it gets extremely hard for them to, to roll them up as enchiladas if you're wanting to. You're probably gonna use maybe half a cup of, of a vegetable oil or you can use corn oil or you can use um, avocado, any type of oil that you want. Any type of oil that you have on use, it'll work, perfect. So we have our 12 tortillas and we'll leave our pan here. And I like to make sure that I um, have paper towels at the bottom because I'm gonna show you a trick to make sure, that, to make, uh, to let you know that it's very easy for enchiladas to get extremely soggy. So you wanna make sure that when you're ready to serve your enchiladas and when you're ready to eat them, they're not gonna just like completely break apart. They're gonna stay into an enchilada and you're gonna be able to get a nice, really crisp, cheese toasty type of chicken enchilada. So yes, you should use a spatula but I have been cooking for so many years that um, I actually, I'm okay with just dipping my fingers in here because I don't know, I guess for, after 20 years, you tend to lose your you know fingertip sensation. So like I said, you just wanna wet them just a little bit and you'll put them on your paper towel. Oh yes, so I use um, nitro gloves. These are black gloves. So yeah, they're actually very good on heat with for uh you know for heat resistant anytime i make like tortillas or anything like that look i'm putting my hand in solid uh oil as you can see like these are definitely um you know getting a little bit of a simmer on them but like i said you don't want to 
do them further. It's just like a dip in the oil. And we can see that this is boiling so beautiful. So we got about maybe 18 more minutes on that, okay? And these are ready. Just wanna make sure that you always, always turn your oil off. And I, like I said, because even though I've already dipped them in oil, you wanna get them wet, but I always get a paper towel and I make sure that I take off all that excess oil. It makes it a lot easier for your enchilada to stay together. And then of course, like you're, you might wanna have to like switch your paper towel around so you can always tear that off to make sure that you just take off all that excess oil. Enchiladas can be really, really good. You can fill them with anything, but today we're gonna do chicken breast. You can fill them with just cheese and just using the sauce. Some people that don't eat meat, for instance, like Crispin over here, we don't have vegan cheese available for him today, unfortunately, but um, you definitely, if you're into that, you can always, always, I can always make him, because he loves the green salsa. Just giving you different ideas. Enchiladas can always be made vegetarian. I have um, made them vegan style as well. So we have all of our 12 tortillas. They're ready for the chicken. And so basically we're just gonna wait on this chicken and we're gonna make sure that we're gonna make sure that it's fully cooked and we're gonna wait till everything is um, ready to be blended and the chicken is to be shredded. Okay, so we'll be back. One eternity later. Okay, so these and this this is already ready. So what I want you to look for, you always wanna make sure, of course, that your tomatillos are green. Your serranos are kind of like they uh, look like an off green color, kind of like a little, they've turned like into like an olive. But on your chicken, what you're wanting to look for when it comes to your chicken, okay, and be very careful because this is very hot. These gloves, I do want to remind you, you can't just use regular gloves, you need to use nitrile gloves. These are very, very good with heat. If you use like any other type of glove, um, that's not going to, uh, you're, gonna, you're gonna burn your hands. Um, so I wouldn't stick my hands in there. I make sure that you use a spoon. And as long as your meat tears apart that easy, uh, then it's pretty much ready. And like I said, the average cooking time for this is anywhere from 18, well, actually you have to cook this chicken for about 20 minutes, but no more than 25 minutes, okay? So what you wanna do is you wanna um, make sure, cause this, you know, the handle, you wanna grab um, a towel. Um, and you want to make sure that you bring it over here to where your um, blender is. Then I'm going to take out the chicken and I'm going to show you a very, very simple way on how you're going to be able to shred that chicken. Okay, so we're going to take the chicken out of here. And you are pretty much going to use all of this juice. But for the most part, we can, we'll get a spoon and you know, make sure that you get all that chicken, like I said, you'll probably get some out there. But what you're gonna do is you're gonna get your blender, or if you have a food processor, whichever one, but I like to use a blender. I'm just gonna let you see average what you have left because this has been boiling, okay? So we started off with three cups of water. We've already reduced it down to two cups and we're only going to use, I would preferably start off at one cup. So the reason I say that you don't want to add it all at one time, because you don't want your sauce to be watery. Because if you make it too watery, you're going to end up with really, really soggy enchiladas. 
And um, I always say, be careful when you're blending anything that is hot. So I just kind of take that off a little bit to just let it breathe. We're gonna give this a minute to cool, actually. Let me take that lid off. We're gonna give it a minute to cool. And we have our chicken here. Like I said, we're just doing one chicken breast and this is going to give you 12. And we don't get rid of our sauce, okay? Let's just put our sauce aside because we might need it because that might be too thick. I like to use a mixer. This is the easiest way to shred chicken. Um, this last weekend, we made almost 200 for a wedding. So we are pretty used to using big quantities. So I say, you know, it's always in the kitchen. Work smarter, not harder. So what you wanna do is you wanna put it on a medium heat, I mean a medium speed, sorry. And this is actually able to shred your chicken pretty quick. Make sure that you have a deep bowl, cause it'll shred it pretty good for you. You don't wanna get it too mushy, so it, oh my goodness. That's why I wouldn't do it, cause I didn't put it on there correctly. But you don't wanna get it too mushy. So this is basically how your chicken breaks down. It does shred it pretty good for you. Okay, so we've let that cool down just for a few minutes. It doesn't take too long. Make sure that we break down all this chicken. So this chicken is already broken down. We don't have to add any more ingredients in this. We don't have to add any more salt, any more seasonings, because everything got cooked with it when we actually started making uh, the chicken mix. Oh, look, I have a floater on my shirt. Okay. This is the type of texture that you're wanting. Oh my goodness, that is extremely spicy. <clears throat> For those of you who <laughs> have never watched me on this podcast, I am extremely allergic to jalapenos. So this is the texture that you are, this is the type of, um, that you're wanting, okay? This is how, you don't want it too, too watery, but you want it to be just like this. And actually, all we used was a cup of that, a cup of that juice, and it actually worked perfectly. You're going to use about three spoons. I used just like three ladles in there, and I will mix it around. Some people, when they make enchiladas, they actually like to add the cheese while they're putting it in the tortillas. I like to add it when the chicken is very hot. Um, the reason why, it's going to give it, it's gonna melt already for you. So I would say you can add about a fourth cup of each one of your cheeses to your mix. And you just wanna give it a good, you know, mix with your spatula. I try to do as much as I can with my kitchen utensils because I am allergic to this kind of stuff. So we are actually ready to put our enchiladas together. We're gonna come back over here and we are going to get our um, tortillas that we already have pre-pressed, okay? And we wanna make sure that we leave our cheeses to the side because we are going to use them. Okay, so we're gonna put our chicken enchiladas together. Very simple and actually, you don't have to do it in the pan. You can do it on the same um, on the same paper that you uh, dried your tortillas, and you're just gonna roll them very simple in there. You don't want to add too too much, but you don't want to make them too skinny because you know everybody wants, especially if you're gonna eat just three or four. You want to make sure that you get a good amount on there. And like I said, you don't want to put too much sauce in there. 
But before you start, you wanna make sure that you set your oven to 350. But I forgot to mention that we wanna make sure that we leave it at 350 degrees. So we are on our last tortilla, and we still have some chicken left. And I would say, with to that one, you know, you can actually just heat up a tortilla and you can eat that for yourself and have a little taquito before anybody, uh, nobody has to know that's between you and your chicken in your kitchen. And this is our 12, they came out perfect. This pan is actually perfect for these 12. So we have our sauce and we're going to ladle our sauce on here. Now you don't wanna put too much sauce, but you do not wanna be able to see any of your enchilada. You want it to be completely covered, so you should be able to use pretty much all of your sauce. But you don't want to see any of the ends of the enchiladas, because if you leave any of your enchiladas uncovered, then they're going to get hard. We want it, The sauce is going to help it cook. Now we're going to top it with our cheese, and I always do the mozzarella at the bottom. I personally don't think that this should go to waste, so... I'm going to put it at the top of the enchiladas. You want to make sure that you put one layer of cheese first if you decide to put your extra chicken on top of your enchiladas. The reason why is because this is chicken that already has sauce, but it will get crispy, crispy dry. And you don't want that on your enchiladas. You want like a nice cheesy texture. Then we will go in with the pepper jack and we will completely, completely cover them because that is the goodness in all of these enchiladas. So we wanna put these in the oven already. This is heated at 350 degrees and we're gonna put these in here and they're gonna take about 20 minutes to cook. A few minutes later. Oh my goodness, look at that. I think that we need to plate these so that we can get a good taste. I know that you know you are definitely enjoying this episode today. Subscribe to the channel, leave us a comment, give us a thumbs up, and now back to the episode. All right, all right, there you have it. He's done. If she made it look super easy, because they are easy, however, she has many years of experience. And now she's gonna go ahead and take it over to our friends. We have Joyce and we have Chris. They're part, they're my business partners, they're also friends of mine. Uh, one's from Taiwan, the other one's from the Philippines. And they're gonna try this amazing food and we're gonna get their reaction right now, very shortly. Now, if it's not good, I didn't make it. My <laughs> bad is good. I was They're good? Green. Oh. They are good. Really good. Yes. Wow. Yeah, Chris, wouldn't, Chris wouldn't lie about it. He's very honest. He told me, hey, if I'm going to come and test some food, I'm going to be super honest about it. If I don't like it, I'm going to give you my honest too. And one out of ten, scale one to ten. Ten being the best, one being not so best. Which one would you give it? I would give it nine. Nine. Now, and Chris, it's great for, um, it's great around this, uh, time of year with the colder weather with the with the cheese mm -hmm. and the spice with it 
Yes. It's really good. And I and agree with Joyce's number nine as well. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Perfect. No, it's for the camera purposes. I know, on this side. No, 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 that's not my good side. This is my good side. So there you have it, everybody. Uh, we hope you have a wonderful, wonderful holidays, Christmas, New Year's. This was a special. I don't know why I'm still wearing the gloves, by the way. I'm not even cooking. But uh, I hope that you enjoyed the recipe. Very easy to make. Again, if she makes it seem pretty easy, easier is because she's a trained professional. However, she broke down some of the things I never seen before, like the uh, putting the chicken with the chiles. Normally, something that I don't do kind of saves you a little time and the uh, the part where you say it absorbs all the flavor, the, the chicken part, which is freaking crazy. I never seen that. Fed in the cheese the way it's uh, the cheese. With the mixer. With the mixer. The chicken, the, the chicken with the mixer, and then the cheese itself. The the details of you thinking about that the bag cheese that's already shredded might be a different consistency if you actually do it yourself. That's something different that I've never seen before. So. Thank you very much, uh, Melissa's Cafe. We're gonna put the address on the uh, description of the video. Make sure you come see her. She also does catering. Give them all your information or so your contact number. Um, I... Not contact number, <laughs> just social media. So I am on Facebook under Melissa's Catering and I am also on Instagram. Um, I have my own page on both of the social medias. I don't really use Twitter too much. I need to kind of get into that. I think it's called X now. Is it? Oh, I don't even know. Mm -hmm. See, that's, I'm so far behind. Um, Basically, I cater anything that is American, Italian, or authentic Mexican food. And I travel everywhere. I'm excited. This year, like I said, I'm going to Louisiana, Shreveport. Nice. I'm going to make birria quesadillas. Hopefully, that will be maybe a next episode that we'll do from, you know, I'm going to teach you guys how to make birria quesadillas. Something that would normally take eight hours for prep, we can do it in less than two. Less than two. From, like, top to bottom, like, from start to finish. All right, she's going to tell us. We appreciate also the little tips that you were giving along the way. So this is our very first ever cooking channel. We want to do something different. We already had you a few times. I'm very honored for you to be on our episodes and for now. Yes, I'm. and you know, this last one that we did in Spanish, it was fun. Yeah, you like yeah, that one? Yeah, I did, I did. I like the variety, and I like, we got to do like the Spanglish. I like this one because we did a little bit of English. We did a little bit of Spanish, so. Yeah. All righty, well, I appreciate you very much. Yes, we're Spanglish. <laughs> Mix it up. We can do it all like that. Thank you very much for joining another episode. Make sure you go and subscribe. Check out the content. Make sure you support the Latino content here on YouTube. Go and subscribe. Leave us a comment. And remember, we are just like you. We are human. We are the spice in this melted pot that it is the world. And the enchiladas. Till next time. Bye. My last bite. <laughs> mm, so good. Thank you very much for checking out this episode of the Global Line Factor Podcast. Make sure you go and subscribe to the channel and check out one of the other episodes that we have prepared for you. Thank you very much. Till next time.